and how he come by really knowing the Lord and what he had to go through with and how he had to isolate himself from everybody to get what God had for him. Sometimes you got to get away from everything. Amen. It, it depends upon what you're really trying to get from God. That's the reason Paul said, now what I got, what I received, I didn't get it from man. Why do you think he said that? It's because man can be wrong. Amen. Man can teach only that he know or feel that is right. But to get it from the supreme, you don't have to back up. And the closer you get to God, the more he'll bless you with his word. If he don't Feel that you is trying to seek glory for yourself. You should never want to make it seem like that or to people that you think you're smart. I don't think I'm smart because I ain't smart. Then if I was smart, I would want God to do to me like he done to Paul. In that he put a thorn in his flesh. Now. Paul was sad for a while. Because. He was one of those that if anybody could boast. And brag on themselves. From the flesh. Or fleshly side. To the spiritual side, he was one that could do it. I don't think many of us would have been able to see and hear what he saw and heard. Now, he had an experience with God that none of the other apostles had. Yet, he wasn't the chief of the apostles. He was behind the chief, but he was not the chief of the apostles. But what he saw and what he heard, and it wasn't from his education that God gave him what he did. Where Paul was headed, God had to give him more than the rest of them had. It's because the Gentiles was way beyond the Jews in learning. Are you with me? They was way beyond the Jews in learning. They was smart people and still, and still is. Amen. So God had to deal with Paul different than he dealt with Peter or the rest of the apostles. It's because he was sending Paul to the Gentiles. 
Amen. And they challenged him in many, many ways. But he was able to come out on top every time. He began to uh, teach them some things that they didn't even understand. And yet he learned some things from them. But God prepared him. Before ever he sent him to the Gentiles, he prepared him. And God is not going to send you nowhere unprepared. That's right. That's right. Do you know what God think of himself or think of his word? And if we represent him, he wants us to do it with knowledge. That we know what we are saying and doing. Not a novice. You're supposed to sit down until you learn something about God. Amen. Now many of us don't know what we really think we know. We ready to say we got baptized, we got filled with the Holy Ghost. And we been in the church for a year we ready to say I'm ready to go out and preach if we was called to preach but that's not it you have to wait on your ministry you got to be able to know God now you say ah you got to know God for yourself but you don't believe that but you really got to know God for yourself and 90% of us don't know God for ourselves in the way we should know him. We are still babies. We are still, uh, I won't use the word on milk is because I'm not teaching from that standpoint. But we still are novices. We still don't know what we should know. Now the Bible said that even if a spirit speak to you, you don't know what kind of spirit it is unless they tell you to kill somebody or do bodily harm to someone. But he said when you hear a spirit or feel that uh, a spirit is speaking to you and you don't know which one it is, he said, then you must try the spirits to see whether or not it is of God or not. Didn't it say that? Amen. Why? He said, for many, many false prophets of spirits are going out into the world. But if it is God, God will prove himself. You can't run off of every spirit. Because a lot of times you will be confused and you'll find out that it was not God. Then you will wind up in a situation and have taught something before it was time. And sometimes you cannot catch up with it to let them know that you was wrong. So we, we need to know the spirit of God. And the more experience that we have with God, the better acquainted we will become with God. He wants us to know him. And whichever way he comes, 
He don't deal with everybody alike. With Jesus or God, whichever one you choose to uh, believe. But when he called me into the ministry, and he got ready to send me down here, he had to ordain me. I was ordained way before I was ordained from some organization. He called me and prepared me and got me ready for this task. Then he ordained me and sent me. Amen. So when he sent me, then he knew that I was able to withstand and able to stand against whatever came against me. I didn't know as much as I know now. But what I'm trying to get you to see that God does not send a man out unprepared. Amen. Amen. If you go out unprepared, the world will whoop you so. Yeah. You'll come back on your knees or you will change and get on the other side. Compromise. That's right. Have you seen people or preachers, amen, they first started out Pentecostal or apostolic and they end up going to Baptists and Catholics and all of that? When the Bible said that there is one Lord and one faith, one faith, one faith. I'm not dealing with a baptism of just one faith. And that is what you believe in. That's the reason why that this what we are in and is represented. It's nothing in the world that exceeds this. It is the only thing right. Huh? Only thing. And you got to declare that. You can't take sides or shouldn't take sides with no other denomination or no other religion. Apostolic from Genesis to Revelation. Amen. From one corner of the world to the other it's apostolic. And nothing is right. Nothing else is right. And the whole world, nothing else is right but this. What they preach, what they taught, what they left you, what they laid on their lives on the line for, what they died for. Nothing in the world is right but this. Do you believe that? Amen. No, some of y'all believe your grandma was saved. And if you say she wasn't saved, you'll quit the church. Your children wasn't saved, you'll quit the church. Huh? Now, God can save who he wants to. But I'm talking about according to his word. Ain't nothing in the world right but this. And that's what God wants you to stand for. That's what God wants you to say. That's what God wants you to believe. I wonder how many can really say that and stand on it. Nothing in the world is right but this. <clears throat> they laid it out. One Lord, one faith, and one baptism. If you hadn't had the baptism in Jesus' name, you need to get it 
because that what you got is counterfeiting. My Lord. Amen. Amen. The truth that make you free. God ain't gonna compromise with nobody. Amen. Only His word that He respect and expect for you to live thereby. If you've been baptized in the name of a title, Father, that's the name of a title. Son, that's the name of a title. And Holy Ghost, that's the Spirit. Amen. If you haven't been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, for the remission of sin. Then you don't have the water baptism. Right. Amen. If you have been baptized. In the name of Jesus. For the remission of sin. Then you've been baptized. In the name of the Father. In the name of the Son. And the Holy Ghost. You see how that works? Amen. Amen. You can't put this this way and then put something else behind it and then say this thing that it means the same thing. There is a difference. You can't even put that when you say, I've been baptized, and some of them say, in the name of the Lord. <laughs> what is the name of the Lord? The name of the Lord is Jesus. He told Paul that, didn't he? Yes. Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, it said that, it read like that, and the Lord said, I am Jesus. So that's the Lord's name, it's Jesus. But you have to call that name. There's something about that name. Oh, y'all don't believe that, huh? How that name is good everywhere. Hallelujah. It's good everywhere. You can use it anywhere. Hallelujah. You can talk about the blood of Jesus that flow from the lowest valley to the highest mountain. It went above. Hallelujah. And the blood is the thing that cleanses from sin. Oh, the water don't clean you from your sin. But it is the detergent that's in the, in the water. It's the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. It washes sins away washes your sins away amen and then if you're right your spirit is right then God will come right along and fill you with his spirit amen you don't have to wait for it just be right Cornelius them didn't have to wait for it amen but they got their heart right and it fell on them the Holy Ghost will fall on you Anytime you get uh, 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 ready for it and you do what God say do and meet the requirement, it'll fall on you anyway. God don't care if you don't care. Amen. You can be in the bank. If you repent in there, he'll fill you with the Holy Ghost. That's right. uh, they might want to call something to tell you to, to Whitfield, but that's all right. He'll fill you anywhere. And your automobile driving along. He'll fill you with his spirit anywhere you repent. Amen. He'll fill you. Amen. I had a call last night from a brother. Uh, he 
He, he called me late last night. It's good I don't go to bed early because they'll wake me up. About 1.30 last night, just about. And said, Bishop, and he was a speaking and tongue had been speaking for over an hour. And he said, I don't understand. He, every time he tried to tell me, he, he said that children didn't even know what was the matter with me and things. And oh, he just carried on. Amen. And he had gone to bed. Let's read not say God will fit you anywhere. Though that I wouldn't say this was a filling for him, it was a refilling. Amen. It could have been, I don't know. But anyway, that when you get ready to do God's will and to be sure about it, amen, God will let you know. So now Paul said, I, I, what I got to bring to you all now, I, I first got to go to Jerusalem. I'm not going there, amen, with no argument, amen, but I'm respecting Peter and the rest of the apostles. Say they was in this thing before I was, and there's a possibility that I might be wrong. Now that's what the reason said y'all going to see. He said, I, I might be wrong. And yet in his heart he was sure that he was right. Why? Because the Lord had appeared unto him. The Lord spoke to him and said, I'm sending you to the Gentile. So you just might as well to prepare yourself. And since you don't know all you should know about them, I'm going to teach you. It's good to let God teach you. It's good to be in Bible class. Amen. Not to just to say I've been to Bible class, but everybody, you know what you should do. <clears throat> Might as well you all come to Bible class to learn. A lot of y'all come just to hear, but not to learn. When I received the Holy Ghost in Detroit there in Bible class, I carried my Bible and my notebook. I took notes. A lot of you don't take no notes. A lot of scriptures be called. You might even mark in your Bible, but that's not it. You need to carry you a notebook along while you can take down scriptures where we point you to one and to the other. Well, little here and a little there. What's happening? You need your notebook. You is in school. Did you know that? Amen. And some come to church even without a Bible. What are you here for? Amen. Come without a Bible. You can't read? Well, if you can't read, then God understand that too, so he'll help you. Amen. You should come prepared like you are going to school. I don't hear too many amens in here, but that's all right. Amen. As Ella uh, Barnes said, I know you don't like me. I didn't come here to make no friend, and I don't care if you don't like me. <laughs> Teach it anyway. <laughs> So you ain't saying nothing he said. <laughs> Amen in this place. <laughs> All right. So now we's about to hear something from Paul telling you about some of his experience and what 
he came in contact with. So he started out by saying this. This was not his first journey. But this when he had been and back now. And is able to tell this. At first he had a mystery. He had Jews. And then there were Gentiles there. Then there was Jewish Pharisees there. And Paul was one that had a Pharisee religion. Oh, he wasn't a bad fella. He was strict. Amen. When it come to his religion, without any Holy Ghost, he was blameless. Is that right? Isn't that something? Blameless. Amen. He lived up to it. Now that will, should provoke us. If you don't live up to what you profess and you say you got the highest thing and the best thing on earth which is the Holy Ghost if you can't live better than a sinner huh? for he was a sinner come on he was a sinner and he started himself being a chief sinner. He put himself down below any of the rest of them. He was a big sinner before God. But if he could live up to what he believed in and respect and support that he professed and he was blameless in that what about us that's supposed to have the best thing, the highest thing there is to have as far as religion in this world? It is we that have the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost puts you above every other religion. Lord, I wonder who I'm talking to. It's supposed to. You know why? It makes you a new creature. A different person. In this religion. Huh? It picks you up. God cleans you up. He put his spirit in you. That's in your mind. Your mind is the thing that causes you to do all the, uh, the contrary thing that you do. It first has to enter the mind. Lord, I want to say something. Uh, I want to say it bad. Huh? Don't, don't your adults know that you couldn't have sex? Oh yeah, that don't make no difference. Ain't nothing wrong with that, is it? You couldn't have sex if it first didn't get in your mind. Your mind is the one to tell you. Now you think I'm talking something dirty. No, 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 no. I'm not. See there? I say the truth sets you free, don't it? Huh? Oh, yes. You, 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 you teach this in the school. All to do is tell it by its proper name. Isn't that right? Sex 
Acts is not a nasty word. What are you talking about, Sister Rainier? Is sex a nasty word? Come on, y'all act like. If y'all think sex is a nasty word, white folks don't. Come on now. We sold for back. That's what we was told, wasn't it? Our parents got a hold of us if we said words that they didn't think we should say. Amen. You didn't know that that was sex in the Bible? No, you didn't know it. You're teaching that sex is a nasty word. It's not a nasty word. It's not a word that you shouldn't use in school. It's not a word that you shouldn't use in the church. And especially, you need to know about sex in the church. See, the quieter you be on with it, the more I'm going to say it. I'll take quietness for something else that you don't understand it. So, Bishop, explain it a little bit further. <laughs> but anyway, you ought to say amen to the truth. Amen. Anything, I, I, I just really brought that in to make a point. And that is what makes you get into a lot of things and leads you to do wrong, it first has to get in your mind. Come on here. Well, now why are you saying amen to that when you couldn't say amen to the first I was bringing? <laughs> why are you looking so sour about you? You don't know what I'm talking about? <laughs> this is the thing that God wants to straighten out. <laughs> is that right? This is the thing that God wants to straighten out. Huh? It's what goes into your mind into your computer and something locks in there and you can't get it out some things have become a virus you fast and pray and you do everything and you still can't get rid of it you get up with the wrong thing on your mind The heart feeds the brain. That's to read the Bible and say, now look, don't lean to your own understanding. If your mind will tell you to go and do something wrong, except something stop you, you're going to be found going doing something wrong. So if God has to deal and work on your mind, if God can get your mind, which is your heart, not this heart, and we, we just pat on it and say, oh my, my, my heart, I got nothing in my heart. You don't have nothing in there but just pumping blood. So God ain't talking about that, he's talking about this. Your mind is your heart. The day you hear my voice, heart not your heart. 
So your mind, it all depends on what goes on in here. Now somebody's thinking evil right now. It doesn't carry it to their heart. Are you going to accept it? Or are you going to ask God to take it away? Somebody's mind is on something else. It's not on church. Somebody's mind told them not to come to church and they ain't here tonight. Amen. That's right. Out of all these things, it gets in the mind. And there's something, sometimes things that get in your mind you ain't going to get rid of unless you turn all the way around. All right? Let this mind be in you. Let this mind, what mind? The mind that was in Christ Jesus, let it be in you. All right? In the Galatian church, chapter 2, verse 1. Then These are the words of the apostle Paul. Then 14 years after, I went up again to Jerusalem with Barnabas. 14 years after. I wasn't ready to go up until after 14 years. We ain't ready for things until after. God knows who we are, what we are, but this is a different life altogether. To live for God, to be a servant of his, if Queen of Sheba could tell what kind of a man Paul, uh, uh, what kind of a man Solomon was, without even seeing Solomon. She, he, she looked at his servants. And he had hundreds of servants. But the way they moved. What they displayed represented who they were serving. Come on. Is that right? She had to make this statement that I could tell he was a great man by his servants. Can anybody tell how great he is by his servants? God doesn't do nothing haphazardly. He got rules, he got laws and everything in his kingdom. And when we say, I am a servant of God, brother, you know something. Since you're a servant now, if you're a servant, then you must do things right. Then you must do things to please him. Not to please yourself. We are not in this thing to please ourselves. We are in here to please God. Jesus was not to please himself. But he was to please his father. He said, Father, if you be pleased. If it's your will, let this cup pass. Nevertheless. Not what I want, not what my will is, but thy will be done. But we pray the prayer different. Not what you want, Lord, but what I want. You'll never get it. God said this about his son. He said this 
is my beloved son. Now this was not Jesus, so don't tell me what. Amen. I'm telling you what the Bible say, like and say it. And it doesn't need no interpreting. This is my beloved son. In whom I'm well pleased. When you can get Jesus to say that about you. Then you must be serving good. I'm well pleased. You know why I was pleased? Because Jesus had this testimony. I always. Not a part of time. But I always done those things. That was pleasing in his sight. That makes him pleased with you. To be a servant means a lot. To be a servant means you become a slave. To please him. Self-denial. Not seeking popularity. But trying to please God. So he wants you to be prepared. When you go out. To try to conquer your enemy. A lot of us. When I said us. I mean preachers. Missionaries. Whoever we are. We ain't ready to go out. And face the world with what we got. Because you're going to have a challenge. The Bible said about them now. They read. And they have the letter. Just like you. They can read it. But they never come to the knowledge of the truth. And that's the part you got to do. Is to be like God told Paul. I'm sending you to the Gentiles. To do what? Is to turn them from the powers of Satan. And turn them to God. Open their eyes. Help them to see. Help them to understand. That there is a God above. Hallelujah. And he was made with hands. He is not the moon of the Son of the star. They was confused upon Mars Hill. They didn't know who the true and living God was. I'm talking about heathen, Gentile. Out of all the God that they had, name after name they had them, but there was one, as you read, that they said. To this inscription to the unknown God. Paul said, I want to take him, the unknown, and make him known unto you. Amen. This the one I want to preach on. This the one I want to teach on. Amen. The God that made everything. These little gods don't amount to nothing. Amen. So it's good to know how to. Challenge the world with this. 
Because when this gospel, not another one, but when this gospel reached forth in all of the world, it hasn't made it there yet. Oh, no, no, not the way that God is talking about. It hasn't made it there yet. Do you believe it has? He's not. not. You may say, well, we got televisions and we got other demons, we got missionaries. It has not gone as far as God wanted to go yet. It must reach into all of the world for a witness. Because everybody on earth is going to be judged by this gospel. This one. There is not another. So God wants us to see how serious it is and how short the time is and we're supposed to be going about our father's business. We ain't got time to prepare for ourselves. Occupy, but that means occupy for him. Not picking cotton and corn and all of that, but stay busy for him. Until he come. Just doing something for yourself. Is not enough for God. But get busy for him. Make missionaries. Make preachers. And go out and bring in disciples. Do that. Until he come. So there's a plenty here for all of us to do. God saved you, that through you, he can save somebody else. And through him, he can save somebody else. And just multiply. And that's the reason you all on this song. Uh, what you call that? American. American plan. American plan. Whatever. Because you know, you used to go out and get somebody. You just join in that song and see what will happen. You'll be just like one grain of corn that never been planted. Yes, ma'am. I have a good I went to the grocery store to get some medicine. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. You're going to throw me off. I'm late. I said, no, I don't want to. I gave him my. No, no, no. You are the thing you made. I don't mean that. No, you talk about what you can get from it that way. Amen. What you can get cheap. We ain't talking about cheap. We talking about some men. Amen. Now, I ain't here to lick at anything. I ain't signed nothing. And I done got uh, a few checks for me. No, no, I got one. You going to keep that going. You don't need it. All right, but anyway, you know the benefit from that, don't you? Amen. That's American plan, man. Stand up, brother. Yes, you, you. Come on, you goes all over the world. Not all over the world, but amen. Come right in and tell them, straighten them out. The reason why that he be in New Orleans, he be in Memphis, he be in, or he be. Everywhere spreading this thing, and uh, if you call his answer service, 
He'll say, hello, American plan, and what are we going to do? And he'd tell them about American plan. Amen. Anybody want to get to him, they got to go through that way and listen to that first. Amen. Come on, tell them how it's, it's a benefit. Why don't we take a little station break? No, I don't mean come up here. Come on out of here. I know you're glad to do that. Come on. Amen. All right, just, just, just tell them. Like you're trying to sell it to them and what is good for it, what you can be in. Amen. Amen. No, I ain't just say it loud enough. Right. They give you a, a discount on your general vision and your prescription drugs. They give you a percentage off, not insurance. Just a discounted general plan. You get your general vision and prescription at a discounted rate with certain providers. Come on, tell them about the drugs. Hey, oh, yeah. You get some money from it. No, chips. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it also it has a residual income plan. Uh, uh, I, I, you, you get 30% of whatever uh, you individually sell. And then, I just received a green check yesterday. I didn't do anything to receive that. I mean, it, it, if you have people under you, they basically... Yeah. If you have people under you, you, you actually get money... Well, there, there was also. Wow. You see what I mean? I mean, now, if he had just sit there, and how long have you been in this? Uh, about six months. About six months. You joined, and then you were going out recruiting. It was like recruiting. So you know, in order to get up where you want to get, you got to do some recruiting, don't you? That's all I want. That's all I want. Now y'all ain't heard me. I'm a fortune. You ain't listening. And Sister Coleman gonna make me done made you get out of it if you don't quit. Oh, that ain't nothing, Ella Fortune. You better turn around now. You ain't in the tent. Don't talk to her. She don't know nothing about it. No, no, you need to talk to one that's in it. I know. That's good. That is good. You ain't in that long. All right, but anyway, I was trying to make a point in saying that if you don't do nothing when you get in this, then you ain't going to benefit nobody else. But to get in it and get busy and start to work. Now, God wants you to get busy for him. Look at him, where he going. I don't mean out, but I'm talking about that are you, the, are you that determined? When it comes to I'm, I'm missing somebody. What's his make deal when? Out slipped out. Oh, then she should have come down to prayer. Y'all could have told her. Say, get prayer for it. I'll stop any time to pray. She ain't feeling well. She going right by the devil wanna wear you out. Wear you out by yourself. Tear you up by yourself. That don't vote to me. You're leaving the hospital. This is the hospital. Amen. He want to get in all of y'all. He'll try to make all of you sick if you let him. And what will you do? All of you get up and go out? When we got doctors in here, natural doctor, you got Dr. Jesus all over the place. You need to go out for him. Amen. All right. So if you don't start doing some recruiting, now you see the devil made her miss this and Ella Fortune too. 
I think he should have stayed in here and said, wait, let's get prayer. Some people call me the bishop. I won't be in Bible class. I won't be at uh, service. I won't be at Sunday morning service. I said, what's the matter? I'm sick. I said, then let me pray for you. And then you come on to church. I pray for them. They come on to church. And they feel better than they ever felt. Don't let him run away. Don't you know he in here? I don't know whether anybody brought him in here, but he's here. And I want to catch him out. I, 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 my Lord, where is he? Amen. I want to call him back if she still got him in her, you know what I mean? If he's still trying to do hope. And get him out. Me and Jesus is the boss in here. He's the head. And I'm right next to it. Amen. If Mother Robinson gets sick, she's going to come get prayer. Because she come, came from a place that believed in prayer. Amen. Amen. All right. Now, back to what we were saying, and everybody need to hear this, and I wish all the preachers was in here to hear it, and the rest of you, amen, you're blessed to hear what you're about to hear. Just like you is recruiting, and not only you, but others, that is in it. You ain't stopping it just yourself or one person. You know that person will take on another person and on and so forth. So you recruit it and the more people you recruit, the greater your reward will be. Is that right? I hate to keep on asking, is that right? Y'all, y'all won't answer me. That's in anything the greater your reward will be. So I mean, and you're so anxious and enthused. You have to make this thing, amen, work. You got to let people know how excited you are and how glad you are to be in this. Amen. Well, we say, well, I'm doing all right. Amen. I think you ought to hold up your head. Amen. And get some victory. And prove to those who are you trying to recruit. How do you just need to come on into this? I'm telling you. Amen. And you can just tell them. And you can make it seem so interesting to them. Until they would want what you got. But nobody want what you got. When you say. Little light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine. You always talk to me. You got to let them know, make them believe in you ain't hypocrite or not. But know that this thing here is for real. If I ain't got a dime, I'm happy in Jesus. Hallelujah. I may be having trouble, but I can wear a smile on my face because I know He is with me. Pains may be racking through my body. Amen. But I know if this old life now be dissolved, I've got another building. Amen. So I'm happy about it. So you should be about your father's business. You should be recruiting people into this. That's what you hear every now and then. Recruiting. Are you that excited? He was glad to go to New Orleans. And he'd been there more than once. 
He was glad to go to Memphis. And he was glad to go to Nashville. See how he traveling? Amen. If he have to go by himself, he goes. Because he feels that something is in there for him. And he ain't being disappointed. He recruited. Why can't we recruit for Jesus? Huh? Why can't we go out and tell them and if they say knock on doors and go other places and on your job and at school and things and recruit for him? Sometimes they just won't take, but now you take. Brother William here, he's an architect. He can reach people. Just an ordinary person couldn't reach. Because of his title. Because what he's in. A doctor like sister here, she can reach more professional people than you can. Because they feel they've been here a long time. Everybody in holiness uh, is dumb. They don't know. But when they find professional people is in this. And they can draw others to them. And the same way all of us should be. Do you know that's one reason God's given you an education? Along with your Holy Ghost? Amen. Huh? Well, you ain't something that just came from the dunghill or down in the valley. You is somebody now. You can speak the same word they speak. Sometimes, you know, educated person used to get up, you know, and throw up big words. Amen. But Paul said, look, I didn't come to you with excellence of speech, of man's wisdom. Didn't he say that? But with what? With power, with demonstration. To let you know, amen, that I'm not just looking Independent upon an education. But he had to have what he had in a sense to go to the Gentile. Because they was very highly learned. A lot of them. So he said 14 years after I went up to Jerusalem. Read. I went up again to Jerusalem with Barnabas and he, took Titus with me also. He is reading from the second chapter of the book of Galatians. Verse 1. Read. And I went up by revelation. I went up by revelation. Not because I just wanted to go to Jerusalem. Not because I just wanted to meet with the apostles. But I went up by a divine revelation. A heavenly vision. I went up with the consent of God. He directed my mind to go to Jerusalem. Why? Not because of just to communicate or to find out whether or not he was right. But it was something there that wasn't right. They was practicing something that they shouldn't have been practicing. 
So I went up. I humbled myself. I was obedient. And I went up by revelation. And? And communicated unto them that gospel which I preached among the Gentiles. Now he met Peter and the rest of them. And he communicated with them the gospel which he was preaching. Come on. But privately to them which were of reputation. You see, he didn't go to just anybody. He went to the highs. Them that had reputation. That was well known. Them that were respected. He went to them. Whenever I come to a period, do I have to say read? <laughs> All right. But privately to them which were of reputation, lest by any means I should run or had run in vain. Now listen to this. Now he put it like that, but he knew better. Now read that again and see. But privately to them which were of reputation. All right. Lest by any means. Lest by any means. I should run. I should run. Or had run. Or had run. In vain. In vain. To see whether that the gospel that I'm preaching. Are we on one accord? To see whether we are all saying the same thing. Other words it's a possibility that I could be wrong. But I don't think so. Deep down in his mind. But I'm going to see what the others are saying. Well, I should run a little faster. Press a little harder. Or am I doing any good at all for running? See whether or not I'm running in vain. It's not all time that you write. But when you get a divine revelation. And you didn't get it from man. You know you have to be right. Hallelujah. Alright listen. But neither Titus who was with me. Now Titus was with me. Being a Greek. Now he was the first one now. He was a Greek. Now you're going among all these Jews. With a Greek with a dog that was once called. And the uh, Lois. Amen. It's just like. Uh. <laughs> some other things I know which is not expedient to say so I won't bother with that thank you Holy Ghost Amen. but listen he but, carried Titus with him but neither Titus who was with me uh -huh. being, a Greek, being a Greek was compelled to be circumcised see he wasn't what wasn't compelled, was compelled to be circumcised I didn't compel him to be circumcised and that because of false brethren unawares. No, because of false brethren, false brethren. Unawares brought in. Unaware. Brought in. Preaching to your people. Teaching your people. They was brought in. I don't care where they was from. If they wasn't preaching and teaching what they taught, they was false. Huh? They was false. Ain't they no such thing? No new revelation. Read. Who came in privately to spy out our liberty. They were no good from the beginning. Which we have in, G in Christ Jesus. Everybody that come here ain't no good. Not everybody come here is good. That's because they wear the name. Amen. And don't make them good. And I don't want them to come here 
praising me just to get up to me. Amen. Read. To spy out privately our liberty which we have in Christ Jesus that they might bring us into bondage. All right. To whom we gave place by subjection. All right. No, not for an hour. Not one hour. That the truth of the gospel might continue with you. See, we stopped those fellows. We put them out. When we really found out who they were, we put them out. Amen. This is stand that we must take today. Because the devil will easily seem like that he humbling himself. And you think, oh, I shouldn't have done that. And the saints are, oh, you were so hard on it. It's because you didn't know what it was or who it was. Amen. But they dismissed them, false brethren, from themselves. Now, go over to the book of Acts, chapter 15, and let's start at the first verse. This is what I want. Now, brother, in this young well, you got to get this young because I was leading up to this. And I want God to help us. The book of Acts, talking about the same thing, but I want you to get this now. Acts chapter 15 and verse 1. Everybody have that say amen? amen. I didn't hear everybody say amen. amen. All right. Then read it. And certain men which came down from Judea taught certain men that came down from Judea taught the brethren and said taught the brethren you've got to be mindful of who you put up here they'll write you overnight there was some coming through when we just started our church out in the subdivision dealing with uh, 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 Acts chapter let me see now with that Acts chapter 10 no Hebrew chapter 10 Teaching the people that unless, now say, if you sin willfully after you had come into the knowledge of the truth, there's no more forgiveness. You done for, you dead. You shot through the heart. Amen. You can't get forgiveness for it. If you don't sin one time after you got the Holy Ghost, that's that is, that's it. You don't remember when they were teaching that down here? Well, you do remember when they said that when you, when you go uh, to the store and you get your chicken, something and they bleed, you have to bury the blood. You believe that? All right, she said, yeah. You do believe that you had to bury the bones. You do believe that when you say when you go hunting, you got to carry your hunting knife with you if you kill a man, a deer, or a squirrel, or something, you got to stab him right then and let him bleed and cover it up with the dust. You do, and you have heard when they said that uh, if you buy hamburger meat, you got to soak it. Then what's left? <laughs> I mean, all these things, all this was thought, but they, and they were sincere. People that suppose that the Holy Ghost and the baptism in Jesus' name. And we was doing it. But we find it being so grievous. Nothing tastes right without any blood in it. And I don't mean eating it rare. But it was, it was bad every time we 
kill something or whatever it is, and it bleed, then you had to cover it up with blood. Eat your chicken off the bone and bury the bone. Poor dogs and things wouldn't get none of that. She know what I'm talking about. Y'all may not because y'all was late coming, but, but she had a knowledge of it because her daddy was a preacher. And they, they, they taught all these things. But we were so determined to live for God until we obeyed everything we heard. Everything. But he said, as our subject has said, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. As bad as I used to love the charred bone, I couldn't even eat the bone. You get the meat on it, and that's where I, a lot of all the substance is in the bone, whether it's pig or whether it's chicken or what. Amen. A lot of that is in the bone. But we had to do away with it. Regardless, we wanted to be saved. Will you be so determined? I'm going to hold on this until I get something better. Now these brethren wasn't right. But look where they say they came from. They came from Judea. Didn't call the name, but they're there. Read. Taught the brethren and said. Taught the brothers and said. Except you be circumcised. Now they come with some doctrine that did not come from the apostles. But this is what they said. Except you be circumcised. Except you be circumcised after the manner of Moses. Now they had to be talking about men, no women's. Thank God the women was free. So it must have been no Gentile women getting saved. Because they put it all on the Gentile brother. Except you be circumcised. After the manner of Moses. After the manner of Moses. You cannot be saved. You cannot be saved. And they wanted to be saved. But have grown men. Going around have to be circumcised now. Before they can. Obtain this plan of salvation. And be a part of it. They got to be circumcised. Even a baby don't like it when it's born. They said, putting emphasis, you cannot be saved. I want to be saved at any cost. If it calls for pains, aches or whatever, I want to be saved. But I want to know the truth. I don't want to be doing nothing in vain. I want to tip as light as I can to him. Because it's hard enough without us adding some of our stuff into it. But you're going to see it after a while. I may be just opening the door for this, uh, for, to teach this subject that I'm going to teach. But I said to you earlier, amen, we got too much stuff in this that we have added. Huh? We's putting extra burdens upon us. Hallelujah. And it should not be done, but God's going to have somebody just as crazy as I am to declare this thing as being right. Hallelujah. It's hard enough 
Now listen to what he said. When therefore Paul and Barnabas had no small dissension and disputation with them, uh -huh. they determined that Paul and Barnabas and certain other of them should go up to Jerusalem unto the apostles and elders about this question. Going back to the what? Go up to Jerusalem. No, no, I'm going back to what? Unto the apostles and elders. We're going back to the basic. All right, so they said, who up there? They said, something is wrong. There was a rumor going on. Say, do you know, man, what they got going on there? And when they heard about it, then they sent some brothers up there to investigate and to straighten this matter out. So strong, brothers in the Lord, read. They determined that Paul and Barnabas and certain other of them should go up to Jerusalem All right. unto the apostles and elders about this question. And being brought on their way by the church, they passed through Phoenicia and Samaria, uh -huh. declaring the conversion of the Gentiles. And they caused great joy unto all the brethren. All right. And when they were come to Jerusalem, they were received of the church and of the apostles and elders. Listen to this. And they declared all things that God had done with them. But there rose up certain of the sect of the Pharisees Listen. which believed, All right. saying that it was needful to circumcise them. It was needful. See, somebody that was still withstand. It was needful to circumcise them. And to command them to keep the law of and Moses. And command them that some Gentiles ain't never been under the law. Now, kid, this is extra burdens. Do you hear that? This extra, this is bad enough. Then you're going to make it much heavier. On somebody was just being brought in. So they said. And the apostles and the elders came together. They for came together. To, they, for to consider this matter. Who now? Who now? The apostles and the elders. The apostles and elders came together. To consider this to matter. To consider this matter. This rumor. Of this type of teaching. Read. And when there had been much disputing. When there had been much disputed. Peter rose up and said unto them. Peter rose up. And said to all of them. Men and brethren. Men and brethren. You know how that a good while ago. You know why a good, a good while ago. God made choice among us. Uh-huh. That the Gentiles by my mouth should hear the word of the gospel and believe. Read. And God which knoweth the hearts bear them witness giving them the Holy Ghost, even as he did unto us. Uh -huh. And put no difference between us and them, purifying their hearts by faith. Listen, purifying their heart now by faith. Now therefore, therefore, why tempt ye God? Why do you want to tempt God? Listen. To put a yoke upon the neck of the disciples. To put a yoke upon the neck of the disciples. Which neither our fathers nor we were able to bear. We weren't able to do it ourselves. But we believe that through the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, uh -huh. we shall be saved. Yes. Even as they. Read. Then all the multitude kept silence. All right. And gave audience to Barnabas and Paul. Read. Declaring what miracles and wonders God had wrought among the Gentiles by them. Uh-huh. And after they had held their peace, uh -huh. James answered saying. James answered saying. Men and brethren. Men and brethren. Hearken unto me. I want you to listen to me. You see, Peter was the only one talking. Paul was the only one talking. That was other the, the apostles and other members there that was able to speak through because they had a knowledge of it. James stood up and said, 
Simon hath declared how God at first did visit the Gentiles All right. to take out of them a people for his name. Listen, to take out of the Gentile a people for his name. And that was the Jews. He took the Gentile and got him another nation of people. Another nation. And you can tell they're different. You can tell there's another nation too, can't you? Come on. And to this agree the words of the prophets. Uh-huh. As it is written, after this I will return. Uh-huh. And will build again the tabernacle of David, which is fallen down. Yes. And I will build again the ruins thereof, and I will set it up, that the residue of men might seek after the Lord, and all the Gentiles upon whom my name is called, uh -huh. saith the Lord, Listen. who doeth all these things. Read. Known unto God are all his works from the beginning of the world. Wherefore... My sentence is that we trouble not them which from among the Gentiles now are this, turned to God. This is James still speaking. My sentence is that you don't do what? That we trouble not them. That you don't trouble them. Which from among the Gentiles. Which among the Gentiles. Are turned to God. Are turned to God. Those that now that have the Holy Ghost. The baptism in Jesus name. Don't put nothing extra on them. But we're going to tell you now what to put on, on them, what, where they can live with it. Listen. But that we write unto them that they abstain from pollutions of idols. We're going to tell them what laws to keep. Brethren, I'm getting down to it. And it's time to quit. we telling them what laws to keep. Huh? What is written, and you can't say the Old Testament. We are not in the Old Testament. But we now is telling the newly converts what laws to keep. Don't put nothing on them extra. Live by these laws. Listen now. That they abstain from pollution now, of idols. They will abstain from what? Pollutions of idols. All right. And from fornication. Now you know that. Come on. And from things strangled. And from things strangled. And God don't want you to eat nothing strangled. And from blood. That, wait, 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 wait. He don't want you to eat nothing strangled. And that also taking something that is smothered. I mean his life is cut off. You can't breathe or whatnot. He died. And you eat him. And for things that actually that uh, you killed. And it didn't bleed. And the blood is all not through his meat. I'm going to tell y'all something while I'm here. That's the reason I don't like to take these sales of cut up chickens. You don't know what you get. Some chickens been had their leg broke for weeks. Before ever they were slaughtered. And you can tell when you get them because a good grade A chicken when you get the meat off of the bone, the bone going to be white and clear. But when the blood doesn't run down into the leg, uh, the, uh, what you call this part? No, it ain't no thigh. The drumstick went way down there. And you see it's blood. And you see sometimes you pick it up uh, sometimes and, 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 and his little drumstick ain't no longer that. Some of it has been cut off. And from all parts, that's the reason a lot of people don't eat nothing but the breasts. Because the blood runs down in the rest of their part, the rest of the part. 
all right, but things strangle. Things die of itself. I would rather get me a chicken, a grade A chicken, and have him cut up if he ain't going to be cut up at home and have fresh meat. Don't you know this meat, a chicken and stuff go on sale? You might take a fever from it. It may have been sick. These slaughterhouses don't care. All they want to do is get things sold. It's the same way when it comes to cattle. Cows and you like steak. I'm not trying to put you out with it. But I never cared nothing for steak. I eat one every now and then. Now you can say what you want to, but it's true. But we're so glad to find things on sale and that's what we run after. And you get a big bag for little or nothing. They're going to lose it anyway. Things string them. And from blood. And from blood. That means that actually there were some people that would eat blood. A blood pie. All of that, your yeah. Them Gentiles was tired about that. They had no teaching. And some of y'all eat red steak. Why? It's good to you because it, it just gets hot on each side. And you eat with the blood dripping out of it. I don't mean you. Because I don't think none of y'all do that, but they do it. And they say it tastes good. He said, abstain from that. Now listen to this now. For Moses of old time uh -huh. hath in every city them that preach him, being read in synagogues every Sabbath day. All right. Then pleased it the apostles and elders with the whole church to send chosen men of their own company All right. to Antioch with Paul and Barnabas, yes. namely Judas, surnamed Barsabbas, and Silas, chief men among the brethren. Now read that again. Read that just what you just read. Then pleased it the apostles and elders. It pleased who? The apostles the and apostles elders. The apostles and elders. Listen to this now. With the whole church. Oh, with the whole church. To send chosen men of their own company to Chosen Antioch. men. Going back to what? The basic. To send somebody to tell these people the truth. Not to investigate no longer, but straighten out this thing to a rumor is up. Nobody getting saved now. They done stop. is because of the requirement. What they have to do. Think about it, brethren. If you that have not been, and you be told that you got to be circumcised to remain an apostolic, how many of you would turn back? And you'll see and try to find out every scripture you can that the Baptist folks can be saved. I don't have to be apostolic. Oh yes. It hurts. For a long time. Could say something I won't read. To send chosen men of their own company to Antioch with Paul and Barnabas. All right. Namely Judas, surnamed Barsabbas, 
and Silas, chief men among the brethren. All right. And they wrote letters by them after this manner. They wrote letters and sent letters by them after this manner. Listen. The apostles and elders and brethren send greeting unto the brethren which are of the Gentiles in Antioch. In Antioch. And Syria. All right. And Cilicia. Listen. For as much as we have heard that certain which went out from us have troubled you with words, subverting your souls, saying, saying, he must be circumcised and keep the law, Read. to whom we gave no such commandment. No such commandment. It seemed good unto us. It seemed good unto us. Being assembled with one accord, uh -huh. to send chosen men unto you with our beloved Barnabas and Paul. Read. Men that have hazarded their lives for the name of our Lord Jesus oh, Christ. Oh, listen, that's good. Read. We have sent therefore Judas and Silas, Silas. who shall also tell you the same things uh, by mouth. Four good men is being sent. Read. For it seemed good to the Holy Ghost. It seemed good to the Holy Ghost. And to us. And to us. To lay upon you no greater burden. No greater burden. Than these necessary things. Than that which is necessary. No greater burden. Look out apostolic folks that are trying to add. And bring in something that you want to bring in. Oh, I ain't started yet, other forts. My Lord, I wish I had time. Come on. <laughs> to lay upon you no greater burden than these necessary things. Now think about what they're trying to do and what things that they'll bring in. Trying to lay up on them something that God did not require. What God required for us to do is in the book. Came from the apostles and handed down to us. He haven't changed. Come on. That ye abstain from meats offered to idols. Now he said you do what? That ye abstain from meats offered to now idols. Now these are the laws that you should keep in the church throughout. You abstain from meat offered unto idols. And from blood. And from blood. And from things strangled. And from things strangled. What and you just heard. Read. And from fornication. And from fornication. From which if ye keep yourselves. And from this if you keep yourself. Ye shall do well. You shall, you shall do well. Fare ye well. Did you hear that? No, he said that's it. Fare you well. <laughs> Fare well. That's it. If you can keep these. Don't put no extra burden up on them. Did you hear that? Don't put no extra burden but just teach of these to keep. Read these to them. Hallelujah. Y'all don't know what I'm getting at, but I see something, my Lord. Amen. The Lord showed me something this evening is out of sight. Amen. It's time to quit. Well, I didn't ask for no question. But it's time to quit. Or do we supposed to go to 9.30? I'm not saying it's just to be saying it. But we have left. And we the cause. Some of the cause. Are no more people. Is being saved. Over in the apostolic way. Is because we have made it. Too. Hard for. Teach. Have made it too rough. We're trying to add our stuff. But I got something to show you and to tell you what he showed me. Amen.
It's hard enough. So it's, they said you don't want to put an extra burden upon them. They're getting saved. Let them go ahead and be saved. But now tell them to abstain from these. Things that they've been doing. Or things that they thought no harm was in. And they're doing these. Say now teach them not to do these. Say now if you keep from doing these. You do well. Didn't it say it? You do well. Yes ma'am. We're going to quit. Yes. I don't hear you. Laws that we are making that we have no business making. I know all of y'all didn't hear. Can you repeat what she said? She said when you talk about, when you make reference to the fact that we added to the uh, Doctrine, are you talking about traditions concerning attire? A what? Attire, what you put on your clothes. Attire. I ain't got attire. I ain't got that. <laughs> oh, your clothes. <laughs> no, because it's in the word of God how we should dress. And it's in the New Testament how we should dress. Amen. But that I had never thought of that one. There is so many that we have attached and we are doomed of this fellowship if we don't obey them. Let them tell it. I better stop here. <laughs> what? No, I'm coming around to those things maybe in my next Bible class. But this, this, this is different. Amen. Did you know what I said the subtopic was? Only the truth. Was Only the truth will make you free. Only the truth. God don't need us to add to what he done said. He said what he said and he have stamped it. His approval he stamped it. So let it be that we try to add things that we don't even keep ourselves. We break our own law. If God want approval, we break our own law. There is freedom over here. Oh yes it is. You don't have to be weighted down with a lot of stuff. But that's what they want to do. They want to weight you down. Carry out their rules and their orders when it should not be. Only we are here to carry out his law. His rules. I'm tired of us condemning things just because what we don't believe in. If you stick to these, what you just heard, that is God's requirement concerning of you. If you just keep these, you do well. How many even is keeping these? How 
still fornicating? How many still doing the other thing that he forbid? If you keep these, you do well. Amen. No extra burden. He said that these things our forefathers didn't even keep. They couldn't keep it, neither can we. Extra things upon them. So why trouble them with your stuff? Why stop the flow of the Spirit of the Holy Ghost? Stopping people from being saved with your false doctrine. Hallelujah. I better quit before I start preaching. But this is it. God ain't going to put no more on you than you can bear. Read and see what your words say. Come to Bible class and find out what the truth is. What can be done. People sending you to hell and you ain't got no business now, so to speak. Because they are not rightly dividing the word of truth. Amen. But somebody, Ella Fortune, got to rise up. Rise up. I don't mean just here. I wish to God that the tape that is being recorded tonight, that actually that it will touch the hearts of some that is not here. But they won't accept it except they get pride out of their heart. I've told you we all is just servants of the Lord. Amen. Whether we're the bishop, regardless what we are, we all are just servants for God. Paul or Peter had to be straightened out. And he was the chief. But Paul had to withstand him to his face. Say, Brother Peter, you're wrong. What you're practicing, how you're teaching the rest of the Jews to do it. You are wrong. Say, you're the hypocrite. And you shouldn't be. There is no presiding bishop when you come to God. Huh? For they still can learn sometimes because titles were put up so high until God came reach us. We've taught things so long until we hate to come down. So God has to get the little man, the little fella, and say, I want you to declare it unto the people and I'll back you up 100%. It must be done. Somebody God got to cry out. Spare not. Lift up your voice like a trumpet. Show my people their transgression. Need to be done. Hallelujah. If he just allowed me time. I ain't got time to go all the way around the world. But I certainly can put something in you to cause you to go. We're going to quit. You don't look like you're ready for me to quit. I won't quit. I'm telling you how to be free. Brother William, if you want to go higher, On God's program. I tell you what to do. 
Stay in Bible class. Seek and get all the knowledge you can. Because we have heard so much stuff. And before we can get that stuff out of us, we have missed a lot of opportunity of witness to people. Until God get through working that stuff out of us, such as we have heard concerning of his word, not able to write it, divide it, then what you know or believe is what you're going to speak. But if you come to Bible class, while the word is being taught, and you can prove it by the word of God and backed up by the apostle, you can be right every time. When you come to service on Sunday morning, that is to worship and to feed the church of God. You feed them. You feed the lambs. You feed the sheep. Sunday morning is a time for feasting. Amen. It's a time to come to the table and get prepared and be ready to eat. It's not for sinners. It is time to feed off of the word of God. It is time for you now to regain some strength and energy that you've lost out there with those demons and devils out there from Monday through Sunday. It's the table now I'm ready to eat. I don't want all the energy. I find myself getting mad. I find myself getting nervous. I find myself getting frustrated. And I don't know exactly what to do, but if I can just make it to the house of the Lord on Sunday morning, everything will be all right. I will regain my strength. I'll just refuel and go back out Monday morning. Tell the devil, put up your dupes. All right. Hallelujah. I'm ready for you now. I got strength. Glory Hallelujah. To God. Hallelujah. That's what it's for. Yes. Sunday night is good. Yes. After you done got full, then you ready to eat or are you ready to play. All right. But we put it in a shout. Yes. On Sunday night, you, you, you get a real good shout. You come in, you got to learn how to shout, brother. Amen. You can't just set up. Amen. Something's going to make you move some way. Right. I don't care whether you do the shoes and cue or what. The mashed potato and just go on. Regardless what it is. As long as to the glory of God. It's just a sign to let somebody know you feel good. When he run up and down this here, all here, he just wants you to know I feel good. For what God's done for me. Yeah. And everybody should feel good. Hallelujah. I don't see you shouting too much either. You ain't too old to shout. Uh, you shout, honey. I wouldn't have the camera on you when you shout. So we can say, let's look at something. Amen. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. That means you're enjoying something. After you done got off a good meal. Sunday morning. Amen. And tonight you say, oh, I can't get back to that time enough. I want to be the first one to testify. I don't think nobody have to tell you, will you testify? All right. Is there any more to testify? I only ask visitors that, not you. As visitors.